Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy, what is today, Wednesday? (laughs) Yeah, it's Wednesday. The only reason I ever know the days anymore now is because of, like, Ask Riley. Like, that's how I know. It's, like, midweek. It's been, wow, it's Wednesday already. What the heck? I don't know. It's been, like, a a good like productive week but like a busy one already and like we're approaching busy season with the holidays haunting us right now um but hi i'm riley host of really riley podcast most of you guys know that because i have my tried and true og we got this fam um but if you're new around these here parts this is the place where i like to talk about a lot of different things i like to talk about fitness i like to talk about marriage i like to talk about mom life i like to talk about fashion i like to talk about things that a lot of people don't like to talk about I've talked about the death of my dog. I've talked about miscarriages, getting fired. But I think above all the things that's my favorite to talk about besides manifestation is when you guys ask me questions. Um, This is something that started in my former radio career. It's weird to say former, isn't it? Yeah, Um, a little bit. Officially be a year former tomorrow, but I'm going to do a little mini podcast about that. Probably like a bonus episode. Um... But yeah, wow, that threw me off. Anyway, but it, I used to always talk about stuff like I always take the road, the broken road to get to where I need to go. I have to learn things the hard way always to get through life. I think I'm still doing that in so many ways, but it makes for a good segment and it makes for a good uh, piece of advice because I always think it's really important to connect and to learn from others' mistakes if you can do that possibly or just even like not feel as alone. Like I was talking to one of my friends the other day and I was just like, you know, revealing something to her that she thought was like so not like me and she was like is this bad that I feel better that you felt that way I was like no it's not because there's there's nothing about me that's perfect I don't really ever want to be perfect because perfect is not a real thing and we are real here on really Riley that voice you hear over to the side of me is my co-pilot in life and today on the podcast that's my husband Marshall hello um 
you sound so weird. Hello? He was just eating fruit snacks before we got on, on this podcast, before I opened the mic. You didn't annoy me today before we opened up the mic, though, so that's good. Well, I figured, you know. You have time? <laughs> but yes, he was eating fruit snacks. Why the fruit snacks, though? You, you eat like a five-year-old sometimes. Well, I just, I just need like a quick pick-me-up. So you chose fruit snacks of all the other things we have in there? Mm-hmm. Goldfish. That should be the go-to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not going to fight with you, woman. I don't feel like it. Um, so we're going to get to the Ask Riley questions that you guys put on the Instagrams because there's a couple of really good ones um, that I'm going to get to in a minute. But I have like an Ask Riley that was in a, it was a real life like question kind of sort of thing. But I also want to do like kind of a mini Ask Marshall with this because I do also like to talk about my dating life, my former dating life, because I am very married, two years married, five, no wait. Five years together, mm-hmm. two years married. Is it six in January? No. Almost five. I don't even know. 2019? Yeah. 19, 20, anyway, something like that. I don't whatever. Long time. Longer, whatever. Um, side note, babe, you'll be officially be my longest like relationship ever. And my last. So congratulations. <laughs> um, but I was talking to one of my friends that is dating. Um I don't want to say recently out of a serious relationship. She was with somebody for a couple of years and, you know, wasn't good. They, you know, broke up and she's been doing the dating thing. And she's a boss lady, you know, has her own business, beautiful, into fitness, very smart, you know, just a full package of a woman, right? Shit. If I, if I swung that way, I would totally date her if I was single, 100%. I mean, she's a catch. Like, but... The dating scene, I thought it was bad when I was in it. And I don't mean to sound like a fucking grandma, but ugh. I, like, ew. Some of the things that happen in the stories that I hear, like guys showing up and they're like separated and their ex-wife shows up and throws like drinks on the other person and like just, oh my God. Like showing up and taking a woman out to dinner and being like, are you hungry? Are you really hungry? I don't need an appetizer. And then orders her, her an appetizer, eats all of her appetizer and then doesn't want to order dinner. Don't take somebody to dinner if you don't Bruh, I understand you being on a budget and all. That's fine. <laughs> but don't take me to dinner. Pack some snacks and take me on a picnic or some shit like that. I'd have been happy with the goldfish. Like, let me ask you something, Marshall. Like, when we were first dating, and if you guys, I know most of you have heard this at nauseum, but if you don't know, like, we didn't date very long. Like, we dated before the I love yous. Like, official. We were official after what? Like, a month? Yeah, it was around Facebook that. official? Yeah, it was around that. But you basically moved in with me after that, which I know a lot of you might be like, oh my God, you had a child, whatever. Um, we didn't date for too long, but you definitely courted me in the way that I like to be courted in the right way, right? The first date he shows up with, was it duck donuts? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Du- was it duck? No, no, it was um, fractured, fractured prune. prune. Shout out. If you haven't had them ever, you need to amazing because i think we had talked about it and you know he's a cop so donuts and haha it's what but you also you're a foodie you i mean i I had sweet tooth my entire life so it's i don't remember how we got into the subject of donuts but i remember that being a con like a conversation we had about donuts Mm. i don't know how we got on that i couldn't have any at the time either oh that's right because he was prepping for his show anyway but we got on that subject of food we've always bonded over stuff like that like food and experience and whatever but he showed up with a dozen donuts you know like we had joked that there was this hoodie he had that I wanted and he showed up in that outfit, which outfits are a big thing with me, couture, you know, but to me it was cute and we were going on a hike. So it was 
pretty perfect and like your car was completely clean and at the time I thought that that was a nod that you had been prepared but I'd come to find out he's just OCD and it's always like that fine he played it off okay but it was like very thoughtful because side note to the side note he had had he had asked me out three times before I would go out with him not for lack of liking you or being into you because I totally was I just was not in the mood to be heartbroken again he probably would have got murdered if you'd yeah (laughs) um but there were no flowers and i was fine with that i love flowers you know that Mm -hmm. but i'm like would you say i'm particular about flowers yeah but have i ever like been mad at you for getting me a certain flower no so do you regret not bringing flowers on the first date no as you, for as you shouldn't for me but my one friend got picked up by a date and this was just like a rando date you know this wasn't like somebody that she was like totally feeling and wasn't just like oh my god you know he's the goat of all time it was just a rando dude um so he showed up and he had what i consider the flower you don't show up with and I'm not the only one. Like a dandelion. <laughs> no. So hold on. That, I'm going to get to that one second. It, there was a Sex and the City episode like about this, that this dude showed up with this certain kind of flower. And the, the, she was like, ugh, those? Ugh. Like, what is the what? Or, or no, 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 no. It was like a, oh, it was a funeral or something. And there was like, was it a funeral? Anyway, I, we're just going to go with date. That they were just like, Ugh, those are filler flowers. Like they're just like a second. It's the flowers that you get at the grocery store when there's nothing else left. Do you think you know what this flower is? It's like the white. Uh, it's like the white shit that that's like. Baby's breath. Yeah, like the small little. You're close. It's a carnation. So basically, a carnation is what those little ones are like when you were in high school. Like homecoming? Homecoming, and they'd be like in your corsage. Here, let me pull up a picture of a carnation for you. Actually, you do it on your phone. But they were red carnations. Now, if there's one color flower I hate, what is it? Probably. Red? Yeah. I don't like red flowers. Well, I was was thinking like specific flower. I wasn't thinking of a color. Right. But if you were to bring me a flower on a first date red's probably not the color because that's like romance love lust right valentine's day right you want to think of like a different flower like roses are always a good time but like pink white what have you i never really like thought this far into like flowers but i did get to thinking about it when she said like dude showed up early which don't do that don't ever show up early on a date like, because you know, yes, that's a carnation right there. He just found it. What do you think of those flowers? It's not even a rose. Right. It's not it's a rose. Like a it's just, it's a, they call it filler flowers. It's the flowers that you put in a bouquet to make everything else look full. But hold on. I have to make one point. Marshall, okay, you've seen the flowers. Would you agree? Don't ever show up early on a date. Like, don't show up 20 minutes early. Yeah. That and is. if you do, stay in the car. Yeah, it's creepy. Like, be on time, but yeah. don't show up early because I'm most likely getting ready to the last second or, like, hyping myself up if I'm nervous or, like, you know, trying not to back out. But, so, dude showed up early and showed up with red carnations. Like, literally, I have no problem with grocery store flowers. Sometimes they're really, really good. Like, we were in Wegmans today. Beautiful flowers. Sam's Club, beautiful. Even, shit, Giant has, even Walmart has some beautiful flowers sometimes. 
But it was like the last basket of like... You should use the extra time and gone somewhere else. Right. It was like the, like the last... See? This is why I married you. It was like the last bundle of red carnations. Like, probably, and probably like wilted. Yeah. Like just... Ew. And it just to me that signals such a like carelessness in a sense. And I know I'm going to sound like a fucking bitch right now. Like be lucky and be blessed that he even brought you flowers. I get that part. I never like with you, if you had showed up with red carnations, I would never have said anything about it. I mean, I just food for that. I don't care for, you know, carnations. Like I'd rather like have you show up with like a little succulent because then that's cuter than red carnations. It seems just very generic. And to her, that was a red flag. Do you think that that's bitchy or do you think that's just like, okay, this is a standard because full disclosure, she like, it was a red flag that turned out to be, he was a douche. Like he, that he was just douchey the rest of the date. Well, I mean, I think it's, I don't know if it's like a red flag. I think it's like a yellow. It's like a, a pink ca- flag. It's like, it's like a caution. It's a pink flag. So it's not like, okay, you're out. But if she was like me, that she was done with dating and she's just kind of, you know, bored or giving it in that one more little shot, would that be enough to be like, Ugh, okay, no. Mm, I don't know. I don't think that in and of itself you know, I'd look at like the totality of like the entire date. Well, I don't know. It's easy for me to come from a different, like you're just a very thoughtful human. Like, I don't think that you would have showed up with bright carnations. I really don't. I didn't even know what that was until I looked up my phone. Right. But I don't think you would have shown up with like, that wouldn't have been you. Like if you, how you do one thing is how you do everything and you're incredibly thoughtful and seeing as how you chased me around for a month to go out with me, I don't think that you would have just shown up with whatever the grocery store had to offer. Instead, you, you know, did something cute and thoughtful and brought something we talked about and put thought into it. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's a question for you guys that I'll put a poll up on like our carnations a pink flag in dating. Like, is that something where if a dude shows up with carnations, you instantly know, like, nope. Like, there's this theory that if, like, you know, he shows up in the wrong outfit, that's a big no-no. For me, then, eh, maybe. Because I do know a certain somebody that I dated at one point that he's a douche fucking bag that showed up in alligator snake skin fucking cowboy boots to go to a comedy show. It was like, uh and I was right about that one. Holy shit, was I right about that one? Anyway, I know you, you don't like it when I talk about this. We'll move on to the real ask, Riley. So so far, you don't think it's the end of the world with carnations, but it's it's something to be like, oh, okay, maybe that's not so thoughtful. Yeah, it's. I really just I can't stand it when I say this and like I'm so glad I'm married, but I am. Like I never wanted to be that. What I am glad that I'm married. I'm just, I never wanted for the for people that are not married. I don't want to be that person. Like oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not out there because it wasn't that long ago that I, I don't was. Know. I mean, I think to me the. <laughs> the eating of the appetizers would probably be the that was a different day. but yeah like the, okay so tell me if this is bitchy too because i'm going on a tangent here with dating i told y'all i talk about everything you never did this but this would have been my pet peeve and there was one incident and obviously we were engaged already so it was too late <laughs> for me to run away with you like eating the crab dip remember like you took it off the table and you like took this big old scoop onto your cracker and i was like okay neanderthal like i didn't want any more of that and you were like oh but you were so damn cute that i was like you know what the rock is already on my finger so let's just make sure we don't do that anymore food wise on a date i don't really care about stuffing my face you know that like we went for tacos the very first date it wasn't tacos it was burritos it was no it was was, we went to uh, yeah i was stuffing my face you were on prep for your bodybuilding show so you couldn't eat but i didn't give a shit i was like i'm hungry i'm gonna eat it 
And I thought you said that you said you thought that was sexy. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, if you're gonna go eat, don't yeah, you know. don't pick at it. That's not me. But if a dude, if I was out on a date with a dude, and this has happened to me, and again, obviously everyone before that was a douche before you, so there's that. Um, don't take any food off of my plate. Don't touch it. If I offer it to you, okay, fine. I went on a date with this dude once and I ordered like this really yummy salad. It was like the, like a Chinese chicken salad or whatever. And I had like little flash fried chicken. I was so excited cause I was really hungry. And this idiot took his hands, not a fork, his hands and pulled a piece of the chicken off of it before I'd even have it a bite and ate it. Ew. No, that was a red flag for me. No, there's three things. Three things. Okay. Don't fuck with my family. <laughs> My property and my food. This is very true. Especially my ice cream. Last night, I ate two bites of your mint chocolate chip ice cream, and you looked at me like Satan spawn was coming out of my ear holes. I'm like, bruh, I gave you two of the most perfect signs in this universe, and I lost my butthole to give you one of them. Uh, I can have a motherfucking bite of your ice cream. There's more bowls and spoons. I feel me. Okay. <laughs> really? Marshall? You lucky you cute friend Keeping it real <laughs> oh, There's the annoying I was just waiting for it to come out This is marriage friends Okay so Let's get to the Ask Riley Before I choke you <laughs> um, I do love you For real Alright um, Besides the gym What is something you do for you? I really like to manifest Obviously uh, Bravo is always a form of self care for me I am very big about skincare. Like at the end of the night when I'm stressed out, do you ever notice that I go put that red light mask on and just sit underneath it for 15 minutes? It's like red light therapy. Um, Cause I have to be still and just do nothing. It used to be that I used to like make candles and all that, which it's still a form of self care for me, but it is a business now. I working out like, Hmm. What else do I do? Like baths are always a thing for me for self care. Um, makeup, makeup works for me. Like when I feel like shit and I just want to feel pretty that day, I'll just do my makeup and I don't really wear a lot of makeup. I'd say like shopping, like perusing. <laughs> well, I can't do a whole lot of that anymore, but yes, Goodwill and the Dollar Tree are definitely forms of self-care. That's so sad. Um, before I had kids and I could just kind of go where I wanted, I used to always like to just wander places like parks or places that i hadn't been yet but i don't have a lot of time to wander anymore but yeah i mean it's the stupidest things that make me like happy in that way like i like very simple things i like going to the fucking grocery store by myself that's not self-care but it's really simple stuff skincare is probably my biggest one that's attainable because everybody's thinking well, what can you do for you without spending money or with, you know you spend money on skincare but you need it you know wash your face but also just like a good like a whole routine. I'll do like some dry, dry, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dry brushing before I get in the bath. Like I have a routine with that. I will wash my lashes. I'll put a mask on my face. I'll do like lotion. Like, you know, I'm stressed out if I did a whole lotion thing. Cause I, I don't have dry skin, but I just don't really lather myself in lotion before bed. Cause it just feels ugh, to me, just soppy and just, ugh. that's another one I don't like now. Soppy. Uh -huh. I don't like panties. I don't like moist. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, that's, 
I guess one of the other things. We, we're working on Marshall's forms of self-care because besides working out, you don't do a whole lot. Working on the, working on the tractor, the yard, lawn care poppy. Yeah. Do we have an update there, lawn care poppy? No. Nothing? Well, I mean, I got probably like maybe like one more at one, some point one more what for the for those of you that don't know what lawn care poppy is marshall like completely turned into the antithet he's not a dad bod but you know if he had a dad bod it would be him out there tinkering with his grass and his mower um but that was your hobby so you only got one more cut this season and then your poor lawn is going to be all by itself until spring yeah probably probably that and then i gotta winterize everything what does that mean so like you act like everybody knows this like oil change make sure like all the gas and stuff like that's out of the carburetor and what are you t- oh for your <laughs> i was like for your car no for your for your mower okay yeah so the, i didn't realize you had to winterize a mower yeah see this is why you're here so on care poppy fuel stabilizer and all that stuff so okay this is the first time that you like have not been very into talking about lawn care poppy he's tired the nug our two-year-old was having one of his fits tonight so he yeah took it out of me he always does like mother like son um all right so this is a good one you're gonna laugh at this have you ever had a fight with your spouse out of anger and just said fuck this and walked away Ooh, knowing that you weren't walking out of the relationship but just so pissed off how did you deal with it i feel like i get frustrated and can't explain my emotions in that moment and for me that's what happens and not sure what to do to work on it that's a good question all right. This is where we keep it very, very real here. Don't roll your eyes at me, babe. Okay. Our fighting styles, Marshall and I, are very, very different. I am a yeller. I am a screamer. I am, I want this result fucking now. That's me. My, what, am I wrong? <laughs> My Puerto Rican sense side comes out immediately. And I, I'm a very, like, I need to resolve it now. The whole idea of walking away and taking a minute and not saying the things you don't want to say, that doesn't work with me. And I need to work on that. I really do. Because Marshall is the exact opposite of me that when you flood him with the Puerto Ricanness, he shuts down. He doesn't want to say much. Like he will internalize a lot. And then he gets passive aggressive later. He's the one. Are you, you're not saying a whole lot here, friend. Well, you're still talking, so. Okay. But you're making me sound like I'm like fighting with you right now. I, but you're, you're definitely the quiet one, but no. I don't think you express your emotions really at all. Cause Marshall's guilty of not coming back to the things that he says he wants to come back to. No, I mean, I think that's part of it. And for me, I need time to like process that. Yeah. And nothing good comes out of an emotional state. I'm emotional 24 seven. So I resent that. No, I'm kidding. No, but I mean like in any situation, not just like relationships, like, you know, especially for if it's like on, on the job. I mean, I get all that, but it's just, it's when you, your job, you can leave your job. You can leave behind your, your, I am not your job. We have this fight too. Like I am not, you're not officer weeder when you walk in the door. No, 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 I'm I'm not, I'm not like even referring to like that, you know, it's just like, if you act out of emotion in some of the situations, it's like some of those things, you know, they can be like bullets, you know, you my can't, love, you can't put them back. I realize I have shot some of those bullets, full disclosure. I know that a hundred percent. And like, there are some things that I have said that I will probably spend the rest of my life trying to like make up to you. And you know that when I am hurt, I'm a cat, not a pussy cat, but the one with the arch back in the corner, like, and it's trauma. And 
what did I say in our wedding vows? Like, thank you for healing a heart you didn't break. But when I get to that space where I feel like it's abandonment for me, like when you're walking away, I don't know that you're going to come back, which you, you will. It's not, that's not you. That's me. But everyone else, every male in my life, all the father figures, all of the, the man I almost married, thank God I didn't, you know, whatever left after like leaving me in shambles. So to me, it's that whole theory of like, well, fuck you. I'm going to leave you before you leave me. Even though and now when you're married, and this is my first rodeo with that and my only, it, those old habits, old habits die hard sometimes. No, I, like, and I know that. And, you know, it's not. It's but not, can you also like agree that it's also, it can feel, I'm not saying it's on purpose. It can feel hurtful to someone like me that doesn't deal well with that, that space when there's hurt and anger. Yeah. You know, so what can you do about it? Well, we've been in marriage counseling. I mean, you know what? Sometimes that seems hard for some people, but when you're with somebody 24 seven and you've got toddlers screaming at you and then the eight year old wants attention and then you don't get to eat dinner until 10 o'clock at night and you're exhausted and like you don't ever like get those like just dates where you don't feel like there's a clock and you have to like be back at a certain time. We've had very few and a couple because of some of my, we got this army love you day. Um, but Charmin, my other, we got this OG and one of my favorite people says to me about her marriage. I think she's been married closer to 30 years, 25, something like that. Long time. Yeah. We're, we're, we're two and a half, boo. We're, yeah. Um, daps. But we're so stupid. Um, she always says that we're just two people that refuse to give up. And I think that that sounds like a cute thing you can put on a candle or a cup. But, you know, when I talk to a lot of my friends that I look at as like sort of my mentors in marriage, because some of my greatest friends, some of the people that stood behind us as we were saying our vows, been married 15 years you know and there's been times where my one friend said like yeah there's been times that and they've been through like some real shit in terms of like stuff i would have left your ass for but nothing like bad bad like that you know just betrayals and certain boundaries but it's just she said to me if i look at him and i think okay well it's so bad that i want to leave but i look at him and think what is life without him and i can't and it's still my person. It would be bullshitting to say that there haven't been moments throughout the entire year where like, you know, our worlds got rocked and all the things that we've had to deal with in a span of five short years. It's been a lot. Two miscarriages. My dog passed away. You had three family members pass away. Friends. I, I had friends, mentors pass away. Like, you know, buying a house, selling a house, having a wedding, best friends leaving, family being crazy. You know, it's it's been a tremendous amount on our relationship and given that we didn't have that much dating time, you know, because that's the, the, the pink cloud moments. Those are the things that you look at when you want to strangle your spouse. We didn't get that much of it. But I'll say this, that little bit of it that we did was enough for me to never want to give up on you. Just, just hope you don't give up on me I love you I love you too I hope that means you're saying you won't no I won't he's a man of many words yeah. loves no I mean <laughs> I mean like it's not your it's not your cross to bear too you know what? either and anything what do you mean? well I mean just saying like it's there's 
there's enough fault to go around on both sides, you know? So, but I think that it comes down to, you got to make sure your cup's full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's your responsibility. I'm saying you and me, like, yeah. you know, cause a lot of times I said this once in one of my old relationships that didn't work out, but I think it's still true today. And I need to remind myself of this. I can't ever let you Marshall be my entire source of happiness because then you then you that if the minute that I'm not happy it's your fucking fault you can't ever let one other person's emotions or whatever like be your only source of happy because they're going to be screwed that way it's codependent too I've been that before that like I was only happy if things were okay in the relationship and then if they weren't it was like everything just went to shit I still have to be happy in my own right. And then when I make myself happy, it makes it easier for me to come back and say I'm sorry and or want to work on things versus running because I'm a fucking runner. I don't like running in real life. But the minute that somebody like triggers a trauma in me, I'm I'm, I'm out, bye. But we can't do that when you're married and you have a family, you know? So you stuck with me, friend. I would just say, honestly, like figure out you're happy inwardly. If you're that pissed off, maybe try the Marshall method and just realize that that person, if that's truly your person is not going to walk away, but needs that moment. And I, I hear you on saying like the shit that you can't control your emotions, but your mind is the strongest thing about you. Well, I mean, that's in any situation, there's a lot you, you're never going to be able to control. No. So focus on things you can control and then work from there. And find somebody that understands that, though. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's where I would be faulting in some of my wrongs in terms of our biggest arguments is that I'm like, why can't you just talk to me now? Why why do I have to, you know, like, I am an impatient motherfucker. You know, like I, but it's not a mean, it's not a, ma it's not a malicious impatience. It's not like I don't want to give you those moments to walk away and breathe and feel what you're going to say and whatever. I have that anxiety within me that, oh my God, if I let him stew on this, what my mind goes into those places. Like, what if he wants to leave? What if he, we don't, blah, 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 blah. It's a really, re, re, like, redu it's like, it's just redundant. That's not what I'm looking for. It's a, a merry-go-round. It's a vicious merry-go-round of anxiety. Because then when I come back to center, out of that anxiety pit, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is your love. This is Marshall. This is your forever. So, yeah. The Long story short, too late. But you really do need to have your person understand the way that you fight. And maybe give a little bit on that. You know? We're not experts on this shit. We have not been married that long. Um, no. How no, do you make friends in your 40s? So this was something that I struggled with up until this year when my whole world got turned upside down because I had my one group of friends, the girls that stood up at me at my wedding. There's like one of them I don't really speak to anymore. I don't hate her, but we just don't really talk anymore. And some have been closer than others. And then I've created a little friend group within this last year that's just, you know, people that were listeners, but then they just really showed me pieces of kindness that were beyond just a fan of my former show or me as Riley Couture, more like Raquel and I was like, damn, these are really good people that I want in my life. I would be sad to not have people like that around all the time. Um, 
But you do have to open yourself up because you like it's hard to make friends older because it's just like I like my friends knowing all my stories. Because here's the thing about retelling your stories. This is why talk therapy sometimes doesn't work for people is that you have to rehash it all. You have to relive it all. Like you are the way that you are for a reason, right? I'm never the person that's like, oh yeah, you know, Marshall's just quiet and standoffish and that's just how he is when some people think that that's like a sign of being an asshole. You know, it's not. Like there's a reason for all of that. You're like an observer. You've been through trauma yourself. You're a cop. You scan things before you act on them. That's mm-hmm. just who you are. It's annoying to me a lot, but it's just part of you. Um, but I think that when you open yourself up to see the good in people, because obviously if you're asking that question, you would like those friends in your forties. And sometimes it's just like going to new experiences. That sounds so stupid. Well, that and things that you're already interested in. And yeah, I like, think, cause I mean like you want people that are going to push you, mm-hmm. you know, that they're not talking about the past and, yeah I mean you're right like maybe you start anew and you don't have to open up all those traumas maybe that's just maybe that's my like uh red flag well I mean because like well I mean they're saying like how do you meet people you know like I kind of went to the tangent of what you need to open up with but like I don't know like maybe you connect more with the friends of your friends or maybe like this sounds so stupid, <laughs> but I was we I was we were at the library because our kids like to go there, and I was like looking at the board, and I was like, oh well, that's kind of cool, like this yoga group. But I'm like, oh my god, am I like the loser that goes to like the free yoga group, like trying to look for people to connect with? Who cares? Because everybody else is there. I'm just saying, like, open yourself up for a little bit more connection. And sometimes just even the idea of that will attract that from the universe. What are you looking forward to in 2024? Damn, that's so fucking nuts. Um, I'm looking forward to growing my businesses. I am looking forward to watching my boys grow in Lyric's next soccer league. Cause that's where shit's going to get real. I'm looking forward to getting my fitness back to where it was. I mean, it's, it's an ongoing process. It's not, it's a marathon, not a sprint. As Marshall says, you were getting there. Huh? You're getting there. You're cute. You just like my butt. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good because it's all yours. I am looking forward to new merch coming out and keeping that going. Peace. I'm looking forward to peace. Even if I have to manifest the fuck out of that because it hasn't been that, I'm looking forward to peace. I'm looking forward to settling into my new direction and not being scared about it. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. Maybe I, I'm kind of looking forward to me and you like working together more. And I don't think that I've said that because this journey of these businesses is very much integrates you, my husband, because when there's a snafu or a pitfall or something doesn't work, Marshall. And you know, I, I, when it's good, I like that. I'm proud of that together because let's face it. If you left me tomorrow, everything's, You'd get half of my shit or I'd get half of yours, you know? So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to peace. What are you looking forward to? Um, peace and health. Simple. Cause health is wealth. Okay. Anything else? I don't know. I think those are pretty much the two biggest things. I think everything else kind of comes from that, you know, here's a good one you can talk about. Um, any tips for getting started with strength training for like a newbie, like somebody that like semi works out that has a need for it, has a want for it. What are some like brass tactics? Because I know going into the gym 
even for me when I you know at the time you were my boyfriend but or fiance one of the two we weren't married yet because we got engaged so damn quick um I went into the gym for the first time without a trainer because I'd had a trainer for like a year by myself and it was overwhelming even though I knew the exercise that I was doing like what's a good starter tip to go in there like what should you do like weights versus machines what what would be your advice for somebody that's just walking into the gym for like the first time trying to get strength training going I would say to have well first I would say like start small okay. so I would assess like where you're at and like be honest with yourself like weight of, wise like weight wise so like have is this is this I haven't trained in, you know, 15, 20 years since I played whatever in high school or did whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I've been relatively like active, but I really haven't like lifted, you know, I've been kind of doing more if it's like aerobics or like, you know, long distance running or, you know, whatever. So, because here's what I'll say to you, at least to the ladies that can understand this, like cardio and working out in general without like an actual plan is kind of like the makeup. It's the base foundation. It's, the strength training is like the contour you put the contour in and that's when everything just pops that's where you want like you want that tight ass you want your shoulders to look good you want your back to be cut you want all of those fine finishes that's where strength training does it right mm-hmm. so would you say that like machines or free weights are better for somebody first starting out um machines are always safer right i mean they're going to put you in the right mo- motion and depending on like what gym you're going to um a lot of the new equipment, um, I would say, you know, in terms of some brands, I guess people might not, you know, not as yeah, common, most aren't like you know, aware, like uh, Panada or Arsenal. Like Rogue somebody, is good too, isn't it? Yeah, Rogue's more on like the functional side of things, but see, um, he'll go off on a tangent, but, but like they they mimic the motion, like free weight. Um, so you're you know you're relatively safe there. But I mean, I think. Well, wait, w- let me stop you for one second because I don't think I would have really known what free weight was. Like free weight, like when you guys see me on my Instagram doing like kettlebells or like weights without sitting on a machine, that's free weights versus the machine guiding you in a sense. Yeah. So anything, um, you know, dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, mm-hmm. medicine balls, like anything that's you know more, and it's kind of dependent on goals too. Because okay. if you have more of aesthetic goals, you know, meaning tone. Yeah. So. Like strength training and, you know, kind of encompasses like, you know, weightlifting and all those other things. So that those motions, like if say you were to, um, I think most people would become, you know, pretty familiar with like a squat. Sure. So like you're concerned with like point A to point B, you're just concerned about moving that weight from, you know, the bottom to the top, you know, of of that motion. Mm -hmm. Bodybuilding is everything in between. And that's where you're going to get all your aesthetics. So it's the mind muscle connection, the time under tension, all those other terms that like might not sound super familiar right now, but it's really trying to engage all the muscle fibers and you know, the tempo, all these things are important. So, but let me just, I don't want to interrupt you there, but I think there's a point you just made. That's actually really important to point out for somebody that's new. Cause I think you should start this from jump. Cause I don't often do this. When I first started training, I didn't have that mind body connection at all. I think I lost it for a while too. Cause remember we were talking about this the other day that I was like, I lightened the weight so much at one, like I was doing good mornings or something like that, which is, I'll you know explain a different time. But 
it wasn't the heaviest weight I'd ever done, but I literally was thinking about the muscle connecting my mind and thinking about the tension where it needed to be thinking about that booty. I was manifesting it as I was doing it. My booty's going to grow. My booty's going to grow, but I'm joking. But I think that that mind body connection more than anything, maybe not more than anything, but is a very important point. Anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, Cause when you're training, like you're not actually training the muscles, you're, you're breaking them. Well, you're, you're breaking them down, but you're really training your nervous system. You're training huh. your nervous system how to fire and the signal to fire. So Which if, explains why my fitness regime has been wonky this last year. So if you are, for instance, like a long distance runner and, um, you know, you're, you're sending very, very efficient and rhythmic, like slow pulses to those muscles because mm-hmm. it's, it's a long distance versus like if you're you know, a powerlifter and it's just that one rep max every single time, it's a very strong impulse. And then mm-hmm. kind of the majority of like all other sports, bodybuilding, everything kind of like is somewhere in between, you know, it's kind of in that you're middle. You're so smart. So you're really training your nervous system. And that's why like, you know, um, it's important for that mind body yeah, connection when it, you first it's, start. It's, it's important for that. But you know, I always start small. So, you know, recognize that, you know, most people overestimate what they can do in a few weeks mm-hmm. and they underestimate what they can do in a few years. So Truth. just know that it's the long game. And if you put that in your head, then you won't be discouraged kind of going through that process. And I would say to look for the small goals or small like markers that you hit along the way. So I kind of like equate it to like a loop roller coaster that's trending upwards. So there's going to be ups and downs as long as it's moving upwards. Truth. You're going to have good or bad days, good or bad weeks. So pants are fitting looser. I have more, more energy. I'm sleeping. Oh, there ain't nothing like when that first, that first notch of the belt goes down. So just to put it into, cause like, I think sometimes we talk about a lot of this motivational stuff and it's important. Don't get me wrong. Cause it's more mind than body in anything. I think in fitness for me, at least it is my body could be the fittest it ever is. If my mind's fucked that week, forget it. But in terms of, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going to show off for my husband a little bit and see if I can, you know, give in an elementary sense and nothing's, I'm not being disrespectful when I say that if you don't know fitness yet and you're just breaking into it, you'd probably stay when you're first starting out at a weight that you can handle three sets with eight to 10 reps of each exercise. So you do this exercise for eight to 10 reps three times right no i mean that that'd be that'd be no i know that that's right i'm saying is that a good starting point or would you lessen it i would probably i'd lessen it and i think what six to eight no um i'd probably keep that rep range and maybe go even a little higher um really to start yeah maybe like you know somewhere like like eight eight to twelve you're Um, such a okay but marshall's an overachiever which i appreciate but i might i might cut that down to just two sets oh you know so okay um he likes the long game like he was yelling at me about like me whining that I couldn't like hit this 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 rep max or not rep max this weight max I'm deadlifting the day he's like well babe maybe you just go down and you take the weights off and you do like twelve of the reps instead of doing like three or four of the heavy I was like well, shut the fuck up I want the heavy stuff but he's right because a lot of you guys have commented thank you thank you thank you on my quote snapback and we've had talked about this shit at nauseum on the podcast I didn't have a snapback after my second son that was the long game mm-hmm. <laughs> using your words of me continuously working out while pregnant strength training for about four years before that and being very active throughout my life so there's no such thing as a fucking snapback anyway I forgot what I was saying I just went on a tangent but that's interesting that you would say like knock it down to two 
two uh, sets and then up the reps. But what would you say, how many exercises would you want to do for a beginner in that realm of like reps and whatever? How many exercises in a workout? Because sometimes like you'll see people doing like eight, like 12 15 exercises and I don't think you have to do all that no, to be effective. No, a lot is is really overkill. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of research that shows, you know, just a 15 minute walk consistently each day mm-hmm. is enough to kind of start to condition that metabolism. To start though, don't be like telling people that like they can just walk 15 minutes any day and then they're going to look like, you know, no, I mean, Channing like, Tatum. No, like, it, it's, it's more of um, the conditioning of those systems, you know, of the energy systems that you use. But, so you would say how many exercises is good for a beginner? I would say three to four. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, it, okay. It, yeah, you're right. Cause sometimes my full workout is only like six exercises. I just, I would, it's hard to say because it's like, I don't know. Because his, his, okay. He will not think, give things in a general sense because as I'm staring over here at his strength coach, freaking or his exercise science, sorry, his exercise science degree, he's not going to just give you a blanket statement because he's way more educated about it than I am. But coming from somebody that's a newbie compared to Marshall, I would think that that's good. Like two reps or two sets, 12 reps, three or four exercises. Yeah. No, that's that's a great starting point, you know, and depending on your activity level and kind of, you know, your experience, you know, before, it's like that could go up or that could go down, you know, and that could be something that you kind of slowly incorporate. So, you know, I like to kind of make, incorporate things where they become like habits, you know, and then it's, yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's not a fad. So it's like, I always say anything physical is just a byproduct of your mental state. So hundred percent getting that set and then getting the things that are going to help you along the way. So your environments. So if, you have all your stuff set out, ready to go to the gym. That's like, true. At your door, that's going to make it that much easier. Go buy yourself a new cute pair of leggings because we got we got this leggings on reallyreallypodcast.com. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> like we're talking about like hydration or whatever else. So let's put, let's put like that, have that water bottle ready to go like on the counter. We also have brand new water bottles coming. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> hey, it's self-promotion, Mr. Like, comment, share. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> no, okay. I like that. I mean, I think honestly, what do you say? Maybe not next week, but soon we do an entire Ask Riley on fitness. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I, I think if I have more specifics, I, sure. I, don't, I don't like to. You I don't, don't like to generalize. I know because that could get you in trouble. You know, and if there's specific ones on there too, I can I can have right, you know so the linear we'll research. Yeah. Um, what is it going to take for me to get you to join Team Curly Hair? It looks so good on you. Marshall's been saying this to me since I think we first started dating. So if you guys saw the Instagram photos or whatever, like yeah, like the my son's hair comes from me and it's just, I've told you, I think I'm over the whole being like self-conscious about it because full disclosure, I was going to like do my hair curly this week, but I have to go get my hair dyed to get the sparkle out of it because I don't like being Cruella. Um, but I didn't want to put product in it and then have to spend extra time. Anyway, I am getting there. Like, I think honestly, the length that I have now, I can actually like style it. And I found some curly girl hair extensions. Cause look, I like longer hair. I just feel like it looks better on me and my curls pattern as is right now. Y'all only ever see it when it's wet. You have not seen Brillo pad Riley. I don't even think you've seen Brillo pad Riley. Probably not. So until I can figure out how to figure this quaff out, I am going to do it though, because I like the idea of when my son's light up, eyes light up when he sees that my hair is actually just like his or actually his hair is just like mine. So it's coming. 
It's coming, friends. Maybe I'll even do a photo shoot celebrating it. <gasps> I should do that. Mm-hmm. A curly girl hair photo shoot. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> okay, well, we are going to go. We're going to eat some food and chill. And um, I'm going to probably do... Ugh, I don't want to, but... I don't want to celebrate a tragic moment in my life, but I am going to turn it around and make it not tragic and do probably tomorrow, unless I'm crying. No, <laughs> um, and maybe Friday, I don't know. But this week, either tomorrow or Friday, either going to have a bonus episode or Friday's episode, I'm going to talk about the one-year anniversary of me being off air. <laughs> but let me not end this podcast in a bad way. Um, I have a lot, a lot of pop-ups coming up, a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, I just sent that out to the We Got This Army. Um, I just added another one tonight after I did that flyer, which is exciting because it's one I've been fucking dying to get into. And that one is going to be specifically, it's not going to be my crystal candles, which is weird, but mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, the custom glassware and the trinket trays because they had too many candle vendors. But I was like, but I want to get into this one. So I'll be working like a mad woman. But I have some of those dates up on House of W by Riley Instagram, um, Really Riley Podcast, <sighs> Riley Couture. There's a lot of socials going around. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could follow me on those, please do though, like, comment and share the podcast. I really appreciate it. There was like four new uh reviews on apple which i know that doesn't sound like a big deal but i know that a lot of people don't go and actually do reviews on apple because you have to go to a computer and do it but i really appreciate it when you do because it ups my visibility and that helps put the podcast out there so more people can hear it and if you want to help keep the podcast going you can start becoming part of the re i talk for a living i swear we got this army I actually just designed the goodies that I'm sending you guys out as uh, early Christmas presents for the We Got This Army. And you guys get exclusive audio, you get newsletters, you also get uh, coupons off for the merch more more often than Marshall would like because I'm generous. Um, but yeah, reallyreallypodcast.com. And if you guys have any Ask Riley's, if you want to get your fitness questions in early for the next time we do, let's, let's see how many we get for the Ask Riley fitness edition or ask Marshall really or ask both of us I don't know ask the weeders uh really really podcast at gmail.com um and if you want to follow Marshall's lawn care page that we talked about uh the is it the it's the lawn care poppy yeah. I know it I follow it I just don't ever type it in because mm-hmm. it's right there in my like bar when I go to do the at and at the fit marshmallow spell like the artist not the food love you guys longest thank you thank you thank you for listening and I will talk to you either tomorrow or Friday it's really Riley <laughs>